right. Good morning, apes. Thank you guys again for joining us here today on the Daily Peels live stream. You already know what's going on. We're coming at you live from the Daily Peel Global Headquarters. Um, obviously, got to include a screenshot of my night last night, hanging out with some of my friends at Super Bowl 58. What a game. I mean, the NFL is completely rigged. I think that's the big thing that we learned from that game yesterday. But, hey, still a great time. Hopefully, you made some money on your bets. Um, I personally wouldn't know what that's like to have a bet hit, but hopefully your portfolio did a hell of a lot better than mine. Either way, you guys know what's going on here today. We are talking all things markets, how we closed out last week on Friday. Uh, before we get into it, let's do a time check here. It's approximately 11.50 a.m. here on this beautiful Monday, February 12, 2024. Once again, thank you guys for joining us here on the live, and shout out to everybody listening on the podcast, watching later on YouTube. Make sure to like and subscribe, and all that other nonsense that we... Uh, creators just beg for so uh make sure to like and subscribe so that i can keep my job that would be absolutely phenomenal so shout out to you guys in advance for your help all right now we didn't mention much about the super bowl here yesterday we're going to be going deep into it into tomorrow's edition but of course i am hanging out with my good friends here uh such good friends in fact that i know who about four of these people are obviously we got the queen taylor swift i'm pretty sure this is ice spice somebody can probably correct me if i'm wrong on that i feel like an old man already uh, and then, of course, we got Jason Kelsey and Mama Kelsey up in the upper right-hand corner. I have no idea who these other people are, but if you do, definitely let me know uh, if I should be paying attention to this stuff. But either way, what a game yesterday. Shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs for winning once again. Pat Mahomes clutching his third Super Bowl MVP award. But I think the real game of the day yesterday was the Puppy Bowl, obviously. I mean, I don't know if you guys watched this matchup between Team Ruff and Team Fluff once again, but Team Ruff is officially 4-3 and all-time against Team Fluff since records began, and of course want to congratulate Moosh for winning the Puppy Bowl MVP, the most valuable pup. Uh, great game, definitely go watch the highlight reels for that one as well. That one we can be sure is not rigged, very much unlike the NFL and having uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team just automatically win the Super Bowl. Alright, interesting stuff. Definitely going to be talking more about the Super Bowl tomorrow, but for now, let's go ahead and dive into today's edition. So, first and foremost, we're talking about Bank of America reports on a consumer, basically a consumer credit and debit checkpoint. Uh, consumers are feeling good, they're spending well as well, and that's always what we love to see. But a little bit rocky on the headline spending number, diving it a little bit deeper, we see that it's actually not as bad as we might think. So we'll be talking about that in just a minute. Then, of course, NYCB and a bunch of other stocks are giving investors whiplash. We'll get into that. We'll be giving you our takes on things like Pinterest and the other pieces of shit out there. Then, of course, everything confidence down at the very end with the American economy really is the confidence economy right now. So today's edition is a lot about confidence. We'll be diving into that in just a moment. But before we do, of course, we want to check in on the market snapshot here. So as you guys can see, WSO Alpha portfolio up about 5.42% for the year. Had a relatively weak day to close out on Friday compared to the S&P and the NASDAQ. We kind of use a hybrid of the two of them for our benchmark because we're just too nervous to pick one or the other because we don't know if we're going to be able to beat one of them, but we're certainly going to try to beat both of them. It's a little bit tough in the current market right now, though, given that our portfolio is heavily allocated into cash. We're still eating up some of those incredibly high yields while we can. Obviously, the S&P and the NASDAQ don't have any cash exposure. And so given that the past few months have been relatively strong for equity markets, that's kind of one of the reasons for our underperformance so far. We're looking to deploy about $35,000 worth of cash over the coming days. If anybody's got any recommendations, shoot them my way. We'll definitely... Uh, either make fun of you for how stupid the idea is, or, you know, we'll take it around from it and pretend like it was my own idea. All right, moving on down below into some banana bits of the day here. You know, I did want to include a link to, a, like, an ESPN or a Bleacher Report article 
discussing the Super Bowl here, but if you saw the condition that I was in coming home from the Super Bowl last night, you would understand why I forgot to include that. So we'll be talking about it much more tomorrow. Some of the stories of the day, however, Bank of America, a lot of Bank of America stuff in today's edition, but they came out and said that small caps might be at a turning point here. Things are looking good for them. Definitely check out that chart there from Daily Chartbook once again. That Jeff Bezos, uh, Mr. Amazon himself, is dumping shares. I think he sold about 12 million shares or something like that. I, 12 million and 2 billion are the numbers in my head right now. So I think it was 12 million shares totaling $2 billion. He does have plans to continue to sell going forward. My guess is reinvestment into Blue Origin or some other, one of the other projects like that. Uh, so something that we'll definitely see going forward. And of course, the entertainment we need, Elon Musk and the SEC are back at it, putting the Dukes up in the courtroom. Everybody remembers Elon's famous tweet uh, saying that SEC middle letter is Elon's. We all know what the rest of that means, so I can't wait to see these guys come face-to-face in the courtroom. Definitely going to be entertaining. All right, scrolling on down below. Saving for a sunny day. This is our big macro story of the day. It was this Bank of America report. Depends a lot on confidence and how consumers are feeling going forward. I mean, obviously, everybody wants to be confident. You know, personally, I'm the type of guy at a party to be standing there checking my weather app. But clearly, consumers have been checking their weather app for the month of January as well. Headline spending number was down about 0.2% compared to the January prior. But according to Bank of America, a lot of that is due to simply rough weather. Basically, consumers didn't want to go outside, get their feet wet, get their hair wet. So their theory is that spending was lower because we didn't want to go outside quite as much. Back in my day, I remember these rainy days would be the perfect opportunity to go on and spend mom and dad's money on Amazon, random shit that you don't need from other websites. But I guess the kids these days aren't doing that as much. So saving for a sunny day seems to be the new vibe going forward. And seeing that spending is down 0.2%, I mean, I'm absolutely scared. I had to change my pants after I saw that. So hopefully you didn't have to change your pants there too. And you actually took the time to kind of read a little bit deeper, unlike myself before having that reaction. So they did blame the weather and kind of say that uh, you know, spending might be lower. It's not a huge deal because it was cold, wet, rainy, and otherwise wintry across the United States for the month of January. Almost like it is every single January, but I guess this one stood out above the rest. So, you know, whatever, we'll take their word for it. I'm not a damn meteorologist, but so we'll have to take their word for it for that. Now, if you were feeling a little bit nervous about that spending level, one thing that you might want to look at is, well, how much of the spending is being done on credit versus on debit cards? And according to Bank of America, there's not a worrying split between the two right in line with historical sentiment. Uh, and that's largely because of this confidence that consumers have. Given the rise of 2023, consumers have been kind of climbing this wall of worry. And it looks like confidence is finally back. Much of that is attributable to gas prices going down. And with that confidence, credit and debit spending is right in line with historic uh, expectations, basically exactly what we'd expect to see. And given that there's $1.13 trillion in total credit balances outstanding right now, Something that we could be worried about is seeing an uptick in spending on credit cards. And of course, seeing that uh, default rate continue to climb or delinquency rates continue to climb. That's not what we're seeing right now. So maybe I shouldn't have had to change my pants. But again, I did read things a little bit too quickly. Didn't go too in depth. But uh, so it is something that to be aware of is the overall decline in monthly spending. But at least from this Bank of America report, we can see that there might be some justifiable reason for it if you want to take that weather course. All right, so if we go ahead and uh, move on to the next kind of stories of the day, we have some stocks moving. Of course, Cloudflare, personally, as I said in this piece here, I have no idea what this company does, some sort of tech thing. So we have a video to explain to you guys because, you know, we all know I have no idea about technology. So let's let the video take it away. 
Imagine what you could accomplish if everything online was secure, fast, and reliable. You could operate without fear of attack. Employees could work from anywhere securely and efficiently while always keeping sensitive data private. Your business would have a critical edge. Cloudflare makes this happen. Our global network protects and accelerates anything connected to the internet. It makes websites, APIs, corporate networks, and distributed workforces safer and faster no matter where they are. That's because Cloudflare is the world's most connected cloud network, spanning hundreds of cities around the world, sitting within milliseconds of customers and employees everywhere. Every location in the cloud. All right. I mean, personally, that didn't help me at all. I promise it's not an advertisement for Cloudflare. They're not a sponsor. No free advertising here at the Daily Peel. Uh, it kind of sounded a lot like Gavin Belson in that show, Silicon Valley, talking about how, you know, his company's purpose was to make the world a better place. That's basically what I heard right there. If somebody smarter than me is out there, please feel free to let me know uh, exactly what the hell Cloudflare does. Either way, whatever they do, they did well last quarter content distribution network. They actually did destroy earnings. Uh, they reported about 15 cents a share on $362 million in revenue versus expectations for 12 cents a share on 353 A lot of this is Cloudflare trying to get in on the AI race. They're starting to sling GPUs in addition to whatever other nonsense they sell. Like we said, we have no idea what this company does. So let's go ahead on down and talk about something that we actually do know, which is, of course, New York Community Bank Corp. So this is one of those banks uh, that was very worrying in March of 2023, and it's continuing to be worrying coming into 2024. We'll see what happens going into March, but consumers, uh, I mean, investors are getting the most whiplash from the stock. Over the past couple of days, it's been moving 10% up, 10% down, all back and forth. And luckily on Friday was actually a good day. They managed to reshore some confidence among their shareholder base, despite the fact that they went three for three last week in credit downgrades. Consumers are still, uh, or investors, excuse, I don't know why I keep saying that. Investors are still feeling pretty good going forward, and it could have something to do with the fact that uh, a lot of their executives are actually starting to buy shares to display that confidence. One director in particular increased his position by about 170% on Friday. Definitely a good look for the stock to have your investors and executives be pouring in. All right, now let's make fun of some of these pieces of shit. So we have Expedia falling almost 20% on Friday thanks to some garbage earnings. Basically, they came in very disappointing, and the biggest disappointment was their outlook for uh, the next quarter. That led them to have the worst day on Friday that they've had since March of 2020. Obviously, a tough time for travel stocks back then. We don't need to get into why. Everybody already knows why, but still, particularly tough day for Expedia. Uh, and this is really where you're seeing the split between analyst views on this upcoming summer. So a lot of people are saying that 2024 summer is going to be very much reduced, especially compared to 23, 22, as the theory is all that pent up demand for travel that was created during COVID has gone to the wayside. Personally, I completely disagree. I think that travel is coming back and it's not going anywhere. I think it's what young people love to do. And given the work from home generation that we're in right now, it doesn't really seem like that's going to be too much of a slowdown. However, what you could see a slowdown in is business travel, of course. We all know why. The work from home trend, uh, you know, basically being able to hop on Zoom, being able to now put on an Apple Vision Pro headset or whatever the fuck else uh, VR thing you want to use to simulate being in a conference room and actually doing work with your coworkers. Uh, so personally, this could be very oversold. Place your bets. Let us know what you guys think, of course. But it's uh, definitely an interesting market to see in the travel stocks going on right now. We do hold Airbnb in the WSO Alpha portfolio believe uh actually don't know if they reported earnings so far but i'm definitely going to go ahead and check that out 
let us know what you guys think on that stuff going forward. All right, moving on down to Pinterest. Obviously, Pinterest is in the digital advertising space, and they chose to follow in Snapchat's footsteps rather than that of Meta or Google. This basically just confirms that you need literally billions of users to be able to drive uh, to be able to drive justifiable or agreeable returns to shareholders in the digital advertising space. Meta and Google were really the only ones who had even semi-decent earnings report. Pinterest absolutely dumped Snap at one of their worst days in all of history. Pinterest is glad to not be down 35% like Snapchat was, but still, this is definitely your mom, your girlfriend, some woman in your life's favorite app. Uh, so clearly the conversions, the ad targeting might not be as effective as they once were or as they, as investors think that they should be going forward. Uh, so if you're a shareholder here, definitely tell them to start buying some more stuff from Pinterest or whatever the hell goes on on that app. Personally, I've never used it, but you know, I guess it's uh, an inspirational kind of thing right there. Speaking of inspiration, that is something that U.S. consumers absolutely do not need right now. The confidence is through the roof. So in addition to talking about it a little bit earlier, we expanded our view to check out some confidence in a few different sectors. Everybody knows that consumers are absolute morons. Just look at me and you, for example. We know that we're idiots. But if we go ahead and look at people who are actually smart or pretend to be smart, really good at pretending to be smart like CEOs, we can see that they're getting pretty cocky as well. So CEO confidence hit a new high that it hasn't been at since late 2021. Uh, last month, actually crossing over the 50 line once again. Uh, and so that basically is telling us that CEOs, like we said, the people who at least get paid to pretend to be smart, are feeling pretty good about the economy going forward. We'll see if that can actually play out. But if we go ahead and scroll down a little bit further, if Google wants to work with me here, we can check out uh, another one of these charts here that's going to be showing analyst sentiment. So if I go ahead down, basically what we're looking at here is adjustments to EPS estimates from analysts on Wall Street. They are estimating the aggregate amount of earnings, earnings per share that S&P companies are going to be reporting. We saw a 1.4% decline in the aggregate so far. That decline is less than what EPS estimates are typically reduced by when they do get reduced. But still, seeing them get reduced here is clearly not in line with that confidence measures that CEOs and consumers are seeing across the board. Uh, in order to actually continue this economic vibe that we've had from 2023 going forward, companies are actually going to have to deliver earnings. And delivering earnings is really where we get into the crux of the matter. Obviously, this earnings season so far, it's been fairly decent. 75% of companies have beat their reports so far. That is a little bit below the average, but certainly not recessionary signals or recessionary territory just yet. But given that that's the boogeyman kind of lurking around the corner that everybody's afraid of, it's definitely something to be on the lookout for. Human beings, we're much more sensitive to negative emotions. So if anything negative does come, you know that we're going to be all over that pretty quickly. All right, and that does pretty much finish it up here for the day. Hope you guys enjoyed the stream. Shout out again to anybody on the live. And people on YouTube, you better like and subscribe. I mean, it's going to take you two seconds to press the button and then you get all of our content. And trust me, there's a lot more than myself, as I'm sure you're sick of me already after this 15 minutes. But of course, wise investor of the day, Mr. Elon Musk, he did say that fate loves irony. And continue, or considering all of this confidence that's oozing through the U.S. economy, it's going to be interesting to see what an ironic outcome would be going forward from that. Uh, definitely be careful. Hope you guys got your buckers and your plans of how to get there. Of course, feel free to rate and review the Daily Peel as well. We do have this forum that you guys can do it on the, uh, you guys can do it straight from the newsletter. Also, feel free to leave comments on our YouTube, on this live stream, on LinkedIn anything else like that, just remember if you do say anything negative, I'm going to cry myself to sleep uh, and probably ruin my entire week from there. So just be nice. But otherwise, thank you guys for joining us here today. 
always appreciate you guys coming on the live stream and chatting with us here. See a lot of your comments. Uh, love the takes on new on uh, NYCB. So shout out to all of you guys for getting involved here. Once again, hope you enjoyed the podcast and the YouTube stream. We'll see you guys again tomorrow at our usual time. Thanks again. Happy trading. Happy investing. Bye. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way. Patrick at WallStreetOasis.com. Until next time.